You're listening to the Monday Metrospective with Jason Bonington and Steve Cleave. Two metres in front of the favourite, Queen Elida. In third spot, the New South Wales visitor on advice gets a charmed run. Second quarter in 31. Fourth is Sleepy. Uh, then in fifth spot, three back along the pegs, is Chinese Whisper. Off the track was Olivici, about 15 metres off the lead. Between runners was Hatchback. Just Believe needs to get a wriggle on here, otherwise he's going to have to rely on luck. He's three wide with cover, but Olivici not going anywhere in front of him. As they head off the back straight, Plymouth Tub by a metre, Queen Elida. On advice is third, Sleepy back fourth. Next the inside is Chinese Whisper. Just Believe coming very wide now at four deep as they run up to the turn. Sleepy going roughly off the back in 27.9. The leader is Plymouth Chubb from Queen Elida. Plymouth Chubb is giving a great side here. It got away on Queen Elida. Just Believe runs on. It's Plymouth Chubb with 100 to go. Getting clear of Queen Elida. Just Believe's charging home. But it's Plymouth Chubb in front of Just Believe up to second. And Plymouth Chubb goes all the way. Way. Plymouth Chubb beat uh, Just Believe in Queen Elida. Now 100 left to travel and it's the Kiwi. Majestic Man about four metres in front. Majestuoso without cover. Mufasa Metro third on the inside will await the Garrard sprint lane. I'm ready Jets well placed in the 1-1. Second quarter in 30.2. In fifth spot was Sundon's Courage and then Elder Baron Zeus from Loxley Lover, Don't Care and Caligula and right out the back is Powder Kick. Down the back straight. 600 left to go and Majestic Man has it in control at the moment, two metres to Majestuoso going well second, third is Mufasa Metro, I'm ready Jet poised in fourth spot, then Sundon's Courage and Elder Baron Zeus, off the back straight in 28-3 for the third quarter, Majestic Man by a metre Majestuoso flat now but sticks on, Mufasa Metro waits for the run, I'm ready Jet coming out three deep and then Sundon's Courage and Elder Baron Zeus from Don't Care, into the straight Majestic Man beat off Majestuoso down the outside, I'm ready Jet finishing it off, Mufasa Metro getting home I'm ready, Jet going up to uh, on the outside, Majestic Man. She puts her nose in front, the mare, and I'm ready, Jet wins it. I'm ready, Jet claimed Majestic Man late and won it by about a neck. Mafasa Metro, third, Sundon's Courage, fourth, and then Elder Baron Zeus. Uh, don't care was a big run under the circumstances. The two great Southern star heats, and I put them together because... One didn't go without the other one, really. And they were very similar races in many regard in times. Mile rate in the first was 156 was Plymouth Chubb. The mile rate of the second race, very important. There wasn't a lot of difference between the two. 155.2, only 0.8 of a second. But it meant that only the first three got through from the first heat. Plymouth Chubb, Just Believe, Queen Elida. And seven got through from the second heat, in which meant Majestuoso, who finished seventh, still got in to the final. Quarters were very similar. 28-4 and 28-3 were both were the first quarter of each heat. The second quarter, they backed it off in each of them, 31-1 and 30.3. The third quarter, again, very similar, 28-28-4. And the final quarters, 29-4 and 29-2. They were very similar uh, speed races, just slightly quicker in a couple of sections in the second heat, which made a big difference to a lot of horses. So, Steve, just to unpack these heats, I'll hand it over to you. And, well, I suppose starting with Plymouth Chubb, and I think we saw that when he gets in front at any level, I think he's going to be really hard to beat. Yeah, it was great to see him bounce back to his old form. He was such a, a you know, 
brilliant juvenile before uh, that leg injury that sidelined him for so long. And it's taken a little bit to get him back. But uh, once he found the front, he was, uh, yeah, he's really good out in front. And uh, I know Peter and Karen were pretty happy with that. And just believe was absolutely amazing running second it was a long way back it was a tricky second row draw had to go back get off the fence and made a big long sustained run it made up heaps of ground going down the back when they ran a 28 quarter yeah. and just kept coming strong uh 29-4 but it just did not stop and uh both rob and i just said that's it he's the one to beat in the final after that run and uh Queen Elida was still good, and and poor Sleepy. Now, Sleepy's run fourth, and the same thing happened last year. One heat, three horses got through. Second heat, seven horses got through. Sleepy was two hundredths of a second slower than Majestuoso, who ran seventh. So <laughs> it's ran fourth. It struggled on the corner and went a bit rough and yeah, did everything yeah. sort of wrong. Got a little bit held up going to the line and missed by two hundredths of a second getting through. So uh, that just goes to show you how good a racing these heat finals are, the way they've got it done. It's not just the first six getting through. It makes a more competitive sort of race because you just don't know if you're going to qualify. When, when you just have top six, top six, it probably makes the races a little bit more boring because people just say, oh, as long as I run top six, I know I'm okay. But now that this one's done by time only, it uh, it certainly makes better racing for it. And I love that way of doing it. Yeah. Oh, the first three get through in each heat and then the, re- yep. the remaining four fastest. I'm ready, Jet. Settled. Uh, one out, one back. She had a, It was a great drive from Nathan Jack. I was personally, there was Probably two bets I wanted to have on the night. I don't bet, of course, but if I was tipping two things, one was Majestic Man to win this race, and the other tip was Mufasa Metro to run a place in the race. They were about the only two uh, tips I would have given out on the night. I I thought Majestic Man would have won. He probably should have, actually, on the run he had, but she was just too strong and too powerful over that last couple of hundred metres. I'm ready, Jet, into that really... uh, The headwind was strong on on, uh, Saturday night, but it was even stronger Friday night. Yeah, it was. It was terrible Friday night. But uh, I tell you what, hats off to Anton Galino. Yeah. This has been the race that he's targeted. So every other race that this horse has had in a lead up, it's all been towards this race. Uh, I spoke to him as I entered uh, the track Friday night. I went around the stables and had a chat to a few of the trainers just to see how the horses were before we went on air. And, And Anton said, look, you know, he said, coming into this prep, this horse was dead set flying. And then all of a sudden she had a few little setbacks. She broke a bit of hoof away and was a bit touchy in a hoof and just everything started to fall apart for him. And he goes, it's, you know, we, we were one day, we were just like, this is it. We're, we're on the spot on path going towards it. But as horses can do that changed very quickly. He said, I probably aren't where we want to be, but, he said this is still her night to peak and peak she did and she just looked like that on ready jet of old and uh it was fantastic to see her get back to that too and like you say majestic man i felt should have been winning that especially with a run that i had out in front and uh yeah it was uh you know slightly disappointing i thought uh, i spoke to phil williamson later on he said you know yeah he said probably was just minorly disappointing mafasa metro went I thought okay in the heat, uh, but boy, did he jump out of the ground for the final. That was just a totally different horse. Uh, Sundon's Courage, Elderbear and Zeus, you know, all not too bad either. But uh, yeah, I'm ready, Jed. It was just great to see her back. She is just an amazing mare. 
Now, a few uh, queries I've got for you, because I don't understand them uh, fully. Brett, there was some gear changes in between heats and final, and one intriguing one, Brent Lilly on his two, Elder Baron Zeus and Queen Elida, took their shoes off and they raced without shoes. Explain that. Yes. <laughs> Explain so that. This is- this is very big over in Europe and America. They actually do this where they do race, you know, quite often twice in one day and things like that. And what it actually does, it takes weight off the horse. So the, the idea behind it is that the horses are, are lighter and carrying less weight going into the final. So really? yeah. I, yeah, look, I, I really didn't, I knew they did it, but I didn't know exactly why they did it. But then speaking to the guys on Saturday night, that was the uh, response they come back with. It's a matter of them, yeah, just taking weight off the horses and trying to make them feel a bit lighter and a bit, you know, freer going into the final with their a little bit tired legs that, you know, I suppose you don't want to pick up muddy boots all day you you sort of when you get inside and you take your heavy muddy boots off you're walking around on your tiptoes because it's so light so i guess it's a little bit the same way as what they're they're trying to uh replicate by taking their shoes off so why don't horses race without shoes more often um no i think it's more because of the second race the backup so a horse will go into a race fairly free and fresh you know for its first start but if it's backing up for a full second race i think that's the reason being is just that okay. changing trying to get them to sort of find everything they can the second time around yeah all right and do they wait do they get a bit sore if you did it all the time would they get a bit sore in the feet i assume that's the yeah, whole purpose of the do. shoes yeah yeah yeah, correct. Feet can wear away, break away. Um, you know, you can get a lot of sole bruising, that sort of stuff, depending on how hard the tracks are. Some tracks are a lot harder than others. Uh, Melton was probably perfect for it Saturday night because they had those issues with the track. The track's fairly soft and soft tracks still run fast times. People think a soft track is going to slow horses down. That actually doesn't. Um, if horses are on a soft track and it's not hurting their feet. They can run just yeah. as quick as they can on a hard track. But if the hard track's pinging because it's like concrete, it yeah. can actually slow them down because they are feeling pain in their feet and getting jarred up. So being a softer track and taking their shoes off, it wouldn't have sort of worried them Saturday night. But you do have to be careful doing that sort of regularly. You know, you want to really look after those feet because they can bruise up pretty quick. And Jess made a change to Just Believe. She added Dolly Varden blinkers. Was that to help get him out of the gate, I assume? Yep, absolutely. So that's just putting a little, you know, if you put your hand behind your eye and just sort of cup your hand, you're looking forward and you can only see, you know, 180 degrees, I suppose. Not You can't see what's really coming at you. And it just makes the horse concentrate a little bit harder going forward. So it gets a little bit more speed off the gate. They also put a hood on on Ready Jet for the same reason. They were wanting her just to come out. Not that they actually said they weren't going to be coming out charging, but they wanted her to come out with a mind on the job a little bit better. So by putting the hood on, they're really they can you know they know horses around them, but they can't see them, and it can just sort of make them want to get up and and take a bit more notice. So they put that on on Ready Jet as well, and uh, yeah, it certainly uh, helped with Just Believe. She, she got out really well, but. Uh, it was interesting to see uh, Mufasa Metro be able to come out and cross so well. 
Yeah, it certainly was. And we'll get in the replay of this race, and then we'll have a good three or four-minute discussion of it. Here's Dan Malecki with a great Southern Staff on. Right, they're racing. Just Believe began well, but the challenge is on. Elderberry and Zeus out fast. Mafasa Metro, plenty of gate speed as well. I'm Ready Jet there also into the first turn. Mafasa Metro got a half-length in front now. Just Believe's burrowing through. He's going to get crossed, and it's a Mafasa Metro leading. Mafasa Metro, one of the outsiders, drew clear of Just Believe. Queen Lighter three back on the inside. Out wider was a majestic man pressing on around Elder Baron Zeus. Uh, they were followed next to the inside by Sundon's Courage and then came I'm Ready Jet. Majestuoso, don't care, is back towards the tail of the field with Plymouth Chubb. First quarter in 28-3, lead time seven seconds. And Mafasa Metro is the leader. Just Believe sits in behind it. Up to third, Majestic Man without cover. Three back the inside, Queen Alida with a lap to go. Next the outside was Elder Baron Zeus as I'm Ready Jet gets going. Then Sundon's Courage as they head out of the straight from Don't Care Majestuoso. And back last of all with 900 left to travel is Plymouth Chubb. Leader Mafasa Metro. I'm Ready Jet makes her move and she comfortably went up to second at the 800. Second quarter 30.5. The favourite just believe box seats. Third the inside will await the garage sprint lane. Then Majestic Man the Kiwi. Fourth outside Queen Elida. Next is Sundon's Courage and then came Elderbaron Zeus the outside. Further back to Majestuoso don't care in Plymouth Tub. About 500 metres to travel. And Mafasa Metro giving a big side at long odds. Leads two metres on I'm Ready Jet. Getting closer now, the mare. Round the outside, letting down Majestuoso comes with his run. Leaders back as Just Believe. And in between runners is that Majestic Man as they come up towards the turn. Third quarter in 29 seconds. I'm Ready Jet went up to hit the lead now. From Mafasa Metro, wider Majestuoso. Just Believe needs the run. Into the straight, it's I'm Ready Jet. Mafasa Metro kicks on. Mafasa Metro in front coming through. Just Believe. Mafasa Metro tackled by Just Believe. The favourite hit the front. Just Believe. He's going to win another big one. Just Believe and Greg Sugars have won it from Mafasa Metro. What a run. And I'm ready. Jet third. Then Queen Elida. Sundon's Courage. Next Elder and Zeus and Don't Care. Majestic. Just man. Believe winning the Great Southern Star Final. The Woodland Starter. Great Southern Star Final. And he's had a some sort of a six months, this horse. $470,000 in earnings in six months, Steve. Yeah, he's just done a terrific job. And I'm just going to go back and quickly count it up. He's had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 runs now for uh, Jess Tubbs. And I think 1, 2, 3... Four seconds, one third, and one every other race. So it's just been a terrific run that they're having with this horse. He is the best trotter in Australasia at the moment. I don't see anything else that could take that mantle away from him. Uh, undefeated throughout the Inner Dominion series. Just brilliant in this series. And uh, and Greg's just driving him uh, absolutely to perfection. Uh, Mafasa Metro, huge in defeat, uh, you know, Took, John took the chance. He burned him off the gate. He found the front. He, he was never going to hand up. Greg realised that when he went to pop off. And I think uh, John was giving him the big head shake to say, nah, you're not getting it. Thus, Greg just said, nah, well, I'm going to take the sit then. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready, Jet. Very good. Making a mid-race move, coming around. Um, but I tell you what, how good is this for a race? So you've got $151.00 pop running second yeah and i know the other 151 dollar pop ran last in don't care but there was 10.4 meters from first to last 
and don't care ran the fastest last mile apparently of the whole field. Yeah, I haven't got the times for Friday night, so I, I'll, I'll yeah. take your word on that one. So he because he he galloped out at the start, he ran the fastest last mile of the whole field. Queen Elida's little scope, and she got stood down for 28 days. I don't know any further on that, but obviously there was a I'd little issue. Say it, I said it'd bleed if it's 28 days and uh, vet check and one trial. Yeah, Elder Baron Zeus. Uh, Sundon's courage was good, scooting through at the end. Majestuoso came down the back straight like he was going to run past him. And, I mean, he was only beaten 8.4 metres. He was pretty good as well. And Plymouth Chubb, even at the top of the straight, looked the chance. Plymouth Chubb, probably a bit unlucky. Kez decided to go back. And when she did go back, the gaps actually opened up where she probably could have got in, but yeah, had already made yeah, that yeah. decision. And I would have loved to have seen him up a bit closer. If she had been able to lob that midfield posse, I, I reckon he still would have gone, you know, a lot closer. But a Majestuoso, I, you look at the results, he's run seventh, and you go, oh, that's maybe a little bit disappointing. He went good. He flew around the corner and and – he was still running fourth right up onto the line and it was only just the last few strides that he got swamped by a couple of runners and to run seventh. But he's gone absolutely magnificent. But every time I look at it and see that he ran seventh, you sort of go, oh. But then you watch the replay and you get and you go, geez, he went good, the little bugger, because you see him out three wide. Those little legs go a million miles an hour while the bigger trotters are just sort of trotting along Local. nice and slowly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, his little legs are going to carry him, you know, 10 times faster than anyone else. And, uh, yeah, he did a good job. He, he wasn't able to defend his title, but he certainly didn't go down uh, in a bad way, and especially 28-6 last quarter and you're three wide and, and trying to make ground. It's, uh, it's very difficult. Busy show, mate. Anything else to wrap up before we uh, send you on your way? And thank you very much. No, I think that's about it, mate. I think we've covered everything. It's uh, Yeah, it's been a terrific weekend. And uh, look, we've still got some magnificent races coming up. As you say, we've got the Chariots of Fire. We've got the Miracle Mile. It's just, it's still nonstop racing. We we don't get to take a breath here. But, uh, you know, when you look at the likes of Captain Ravishing, Catch a Wave and, and those horses going forward, I, I just can't wait to see them clash. Good on you, Steve. Thanks, mate. We've got to get to a break. Uh, we'll do it all again next Monday. Thanks, Toby. We'll talk to you then. There's Steve Cleave on the Monday Metrospective. Let's get a breakaway and we might catch the end of the first race at Maryborough today.